up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like. Oh man, I would I would love to call y'all the Neelys because I need a, a married couple name to call y'all and yeah, I'm gonna go with the Neely. The Neely faces is what I'm gonna call you, my guy. Back again. Wani Wan, and I'll let you introduce your wife, sir. We got the sauce queen on the show today. Say hi, baby. Hi, guys. <laughs> this is her first time up here, so we're going to make sure she has a good time. I'm not going to do anything too crazy, but I do have an icebreaker for you guys. I need you to clear your heads. I need you to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. No thinking about it. Um, and here we go. Going to get started like this. Burger King or McDonald's? McDonald's. Burger King. Mm, here we go. Both All right. Sun props. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, have, no, we have never went to Burger King together. We've went to McDonald's about 16,000 times. So I don't know where Burger King came from. Uh, night out or... Night out or night in? Night out. Yeah, night out. I'm going to say white or dark in terms of liquor? Dark. dark. <laughs> oh, look at that in unison, too. Okay. <laughs> um, barbecue chicken or barbecue ribs? Chicken. Ooh, it's tough. It's really my, it's got to be on my mood, but yeah, I'm going to say chicken more than ribs. Chicken water ribs. And last but not least, all in good fun, worst barbecue you ever had. Oh, shit. We done had some bad barbecue. I done had some bad. <laughs> <laughs> city barbecue in Ohio. I haven't had city barbecue. Yeah, city barbecue in Ohio. Uh, I'm not going to call nobody out by name, but they threw a party and them ribs was trashed. The chicken was trash. It was all trash. It was like, it, like they posted videos of the ribs on the grill, but I feel like they did that and then put them straight back in the oven. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Well, I asked you guys to come up here because you guys are kicking off my entrepreneur segment um, where I'm plugging the businesses of my friends. Uh, while my kids run amok in the background, that's uh, <laughs> what happens. Um, but I want to give you guys the opportunity first to introduce the name of the company and where people can find you guys. You're going to do that first, and then I'm going to jump into some questions. But name of the business, where people can find you, et cetera, et cetera, how long you guys have been in business, things like that. Okay, well, um, actually, we each had our own business. So mine is called Sauce Queen Catering. Hmm. Um, you can find me on Facebook, and it's Sauce Queen Catering across the board. Um, Instagram, Sauce Queen Catering. Um, I have been cooking, I mean, as long as I can remember. But um, seriously, um, as a business since 
2019. Okay. Okay. Allow I'm going to double back to that. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm Mr. <laughs> Lookout. Lookout. Lookout for the cookout. You know, barbecue is my specialty. I've been grilling for the longest. And Corey, is, is, is most of y'all, y'all don't know, Corey's been bugging me about the last two to three years to take it and do something with it, whether it's a YouTube channel or selling it. It's a few of y'all that's done that. So I really started doing that, what, this year? Um, and actually, yeah, for my birthday, my wonderful wife, who was then my fiance, Beyonce, um, she <laughs> gave me my, she gifted me a business license. So after she did that, I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta put it to work now. So I just started this year selling plates and catering and doing pop-up events with the help of her. And yeah, Mr. Lookout for the Cookout. I have a Facebook page with this name and an Instagram name with that page. And it's M R L O O K F A D A, then Cookout. All one word. All right. So we got Sauce Queen and Mr. Lookout for the Cookout. Um, I want you, you mentioned this because you said you've been cooking since forever, and this is all lighthearted. But I am going to put you guys' feet to the fire right now and ask who's the better cook. Come Ooh, on, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold you back. You know what? I would, say, I would say him, and let me tell you why. Everyone says that they can grill. I swear to you, every man I've ever met, I can grill. I can grill. Yeah, okay. Like he can really grill, y'all. Like you don't need no sauce. You don't need no side. So I'm very big on etiquette. Um, mm -hmm. And when I first try his cooking. I was eating this straight out the pan. Like he brought the pan in <laughs> off the grill and I'm, he said, oh, not Miss Etiquette with her face in the, like, he can cook. Anytime you can cook a steak, you can grill a steak. You don't need no sauce. You don't need no onions. Like you can cook. So I think he's an amazing cook. I would say that he is the better cook. Um, but yeah, he, he's good. Are you gonna are you gonna be diplomatic and say she's the better cook? Because if not, I'm about to shake the foundation. So if you, <laughs> I only feel like we cook two different like type of things though. Like I'm the better barbecuer, but when it comes to sides, because you know with every great piece of meat, you need a great side. So she provides the great sides, and and then her specialty is like pastas and stuff. So it just depends on what we're cooking. All right, so we have the sauce queen who gives you your props for um, you throwing down on the grill and you give her props for the sides. Now, if you can remember, if you can remember, what was either the first meal you cooked for each other? And you just said uh, first time you had the, the barbecue, you was Facing the facing the pan, going to town. What was the first meal that y'all cooked together? What was it? The first meal I cooked you. He said together. Oh, together. I, I said I said I said um I did say first time you cooked for um each other once, oh. and then I said uh, together. Well, when she first cooked for me, it was smothered chicken. That thing was it was great. <laughs> it's probably it's probably why I'm here now. <laughs> Those mother chicken. I remember over rice and cabbage. 
with the peppers in there. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And then what do we cook together? I think it was one of the barbecue days, like yeah. when everybody came over. Yeah, we, yeah, we threw a barbecue um, at my old spot because he was still living across the country. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we threw a barbecue and he told me what he wanted for sides. Um, actually, he was talking about yams a lot. And he was like, you know, I ain't had no good yams, da-da-da. So I'm like, oh, yams, I got you. So I made him some. If you could see the look of relief on his <laughs> face. Because I am biracial. And uh, he, I got a confession, babe. I'm like, what? I didn't know which side was going to pull through <laughs> when you made the game. I said, what? You know, I, I know. I didn't know, you know, if it was going to be all kind of nuts and marshmallows on top of <laughs> So, man, get out of my kitchen. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, our, our first collab was like a big barbecue for like, we we have 30 people at the house regularly. So <laughs> we had a bunch of people at the house. We barbecued and they never stopped coming back. So. <laughs> All right. You just, you just made me, you're going to make me pivot to something. We're going to get back to the business in a second. But 30 people at the house seems like on a frequent occasion whenever you guys put the bat signal in the air that the grill is on and the size is coming um does it matter that your friend accept your mate mm. uh no because me i'm a, you you know what i mean i'm gonna do what i want to do so <laughs> that just lets me know who to bring around and who not to bring around you know? <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I don't, she might have a difference of opinion, but that's me. Um, I think that uh, with women, I mean, how real are we getting on this question? <laughs> um, accepting my mate, no one has to accept him but me. Um, right. It's always nice that your friend, you know, everybody get along, you get to have, but there are certain friends that he will never meet. And that's okay. That's probably going to be my friend forever. She's never going to meet my gorgeous husband. It's okay. Like they each have a place in my life. So um, is it important that your friend accept your mate? Maybe some of the people that are like family to you. Um, but no, every every friend is not going to meet my husband. The reason why I asked you that, and that wasn't a divisive question because me and my wife literally just had this conversation today. And I was like, you know what? That's a great question. I'm going to ask another couple if it makes sense or not if it makes sense, but if your friend approval is needed for your relationship and because we both were like no when we got together like <laughs> she was I don't want to say a hidden gem to my friends but they mm -hmm. like I just popped up and I was like engaged and they were like wait but we ain't never seen your girlfriend and I was like that was purposefully but ever since then she's been around she's been like they know her I met her friends and it was just that thing where it wasn't intentional for me, but it was like, guys don't really share that stuff with each other, no way. Like, yo, dog, I'm really feeling this girl. I'm about to propose, you know what I'm saying? Guys don't do that. So I was just going about my business in a relationship and with my friends. And when we got engaged, everybody was like, hold up, but where'd she come from? Like, we ain't <laughs> never seen her around. No kickback, we ain't seen her at the, 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 the function. And I was like, yeah, well, now. Yeah, I think I think men and women are different. Now, I will say I think my friends anticipated 
him being around maybe more than his friends anticipated me being around but I, I do think it's just a difference in men or women um yeah we are a, a blended family so I remember we had the conversation and I'm like you know well what if your kids don't like me and he's like well they're gonna move out so it's cool and I'm like wait what <laughs> <laughs> you know as a mom you're like you my kids have to like you he was like that'd be all right and I was like oh okay <laughs> So I think men just make decisions and they stand on it. Like, you know, I think women sometimes kind of want that validation of like, yeah, you're doing the right thing. But guys are like, nah, Rockwater, so we good. Yeah, I, I think um, that dynamic is great. And one of the things that I applaud about you guys, um, even in the story that he told, was not only did you notice, oh, yeah, this nigga can actually cook, but you took it a step further and said, you know what, I'm going to show you how much I believe in you cooking by gifting you your own um, business um, license and deeds and stuff like that. Talk to me about the push for you, having your own catering company and then saying, no, but he can do this not only as a hobby, but benefit from it. Talk to me for, about that perspective. So um, I am a nurturer by nature. I love people. I love mm -hmm. people. I love to make people feel loved. And, um, you know, when you grow up and you're, you know, just grinding and trying to figure life out, you might not always have it to give, you know, money and gifts and things like that. But I was like, what I can do is I'll feed you. Like, I'll let you know mm -hmm. I love you because I feed you. So anyone that comes to my house knows, you know, your stomach's going to be full. I'm going to make sure you're okay. Um, and that's how I started um, Sauce Queen Catering because I was like, you know, if you love people, feed them. Um, I was tired of going to events and seeing people spend so much, like tremendous amounts of money that they've worked hard for and they're getting lackluster food. You know, it, it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like anybody cared about you when they made this. They don't care that your baby shower is special. They don't care that your <laughs> wedding is beautiful. They just, you know, throwing some food together. So I wanted it to feel special. And then when I met him, um, I'll preface this by saying, I think that he can do anything. I don't believe mm -hmm. that there's anything he cannot do. Um, he's very determined. He's a man of his word and he's a hard worker. So um, all of those things combined, uh, once I actually had his food, I'm like, no, there's no way there. And, you know, because I am a caterer, I'm very picky about the food that I eat. I can be a bit critical because I know, you know, how food should taste. So after trying his food, I was like, no, I can't just talk about it because I heard everyone around him talking about it. They were talking about his food, talking about how he cooks for everyone, talking about how good it is. But I'm like, OK, but what is the next step after talking? So um, I said, you know, if, if I love him the way I know I do, then I need to invest in him. Um, I feel like where you put your resources is uh, the things that you want to grow and the things you believe in. So I was like, yo, I got to I got to invest in him first, you know, before before anything. And and just to let him know, no matter what, I believe in you. Like, I know you can do this. So. Yeah, I wish was, I had I some fleck bombs to drop all over that and some Don DeMarco's because <laughs> that was fire. Jeez. Why <laughs> she just made it hard for you for anniversary time, Playboy? Anniversary of Christmas? You better show up. Well, I always, <laughs> I always All right, do. so I want to ask you one. What was, what was it about, because you said people have told you before, oh, well, you should start it. 
oh, well, you should do something with it. Where was it for you? Something you just found joy in at first and didn't really. I'm not going to say think to turn it into a business, but did you just were you just doing it because you just loved it at first? Yeah, I mean, I was just doing it because that and because I got to eat. <laughs> so I like, heard you. So I was like, I was just like, I can throw this on the grill. I can throw that on the grill and seafood, pineapples, whatever. I was like, if if I can grill it, I'm gonna see. And, and yeah, I was just doing it for that. And like when people was like, you should do the YouTube thing. I was like, I don't really like the whole being on camera thing. And then as I was like watching these other barbecue people do anything, I was like, I don't want to sit in front of a camera for 30, 40 minutes explaining a process of how I took this <laughs> and that. So, yeah. And I also didn't really have the time at the point at that point in my life mm. to like really start a business and cook and do the whole selling plates thing so yeah I think timing was key in everything now going back to uh, Sauce Queen catering and now Mr. Lookout for the cookout you said you were used to preparing food for a large amount of people right mm-hmm. I'm going to direct my first question to you then the second question to Juan first question is when did you <clears throat> when did you for your first cater between your first and whenever you got your handle on it and was like, you know what? I can actually do this. When did you make that jump from cooking for a small group of people to cooking for 40, 50, maybe a hundred people? When did you make that jump to say, well, you know what, I gotta get the recipe exactly right, like I was making it for a small group? So um, my house has kind of always been the hangout spot. And, you know, when people are hanging out, they're hungry. Um, And my house became the hangout spot because people were hungry. Um, (laughs) But as I became a little more sure of who I was and the things that make me happy, um, a little bit of a nerd. And this is this is literally why it's Sauce Queen. I love science. I love knowing why and how things work. And I loved incorporating that into food. Um, Mm. so it's one thing to try to make, you know, let's say an Alfredo sauce and you throw it together, but to actually, uh, you know, put butter and garlic in a pan and you get tomatoes and, you know, the way they cook from minute five to minute 20, you're actually creating a sauce. You know what I mean? It's the science of it, of how they break down. Um, I just thought that was really cool. Right. So once I found the joy in that part of it, like, I'm like, yeah, I know I can cook, but let me see what I can create. So I went Mm. from emulating other people's cooking styles to actually creating my own what are flavors and textures that I think are complimentary I was like oh yeah this is dope like more people need to try it um and once you have it's it's different reading a recipe and having one ingrained in you so once Mm -hmm. those recipes were ingrained in me it was really easy to feed the masses because I know what I want this to taste like and I know what it takes to make this flavor happen so once I actually made it my own and I was like, I'm not just cooking what somebody else cooked. I'm cooking what I cook, how I cook it. Yeah, man. It, it was fun. Cause I want people to try it. Like I want honest feedback. I want like, how did my little experiment turn out? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. once I'm like, yeah, I want you guys to taste what I came up with. Um, then it became a lot easier to really cook for the masses just because it was fun. Like 
I we've we've had days where man, we are cooking all day, and it's it looks crazy, it looks chaotic and hectic. And at the end of the day, I'm like, that was so fun, you know. So <laughs> once I kind of let myself find joy in it, um, not try to live up to anyone's expectations. Some things everyone's gonna love, and some things you know is just gonna be a, a very specific audience, and that's okay. Like both things were still great. So, you know, not letting expectations get the best of you and doing it your own way. Like when you're doing things you love the way you love to do them, man, it's that part is easy. Man, let me go ahead and check this uh, JetBlue app from New York to Ohio right quick. Because y'all niggas ain't going to have me out of here. Just hungry, I guess. Um, Why? When you're you're grilling, usually... You don't know how many people come into the, the barbecue. You just grilling, and you just grilling so there's enough food for people to eat. If people want to take home, did you notice in yourself that there was a difference doing it on that scale and now turning it into a full fledged business, or is it still just the same for you? Well, nah, because some like when you cook in it for at, just at the house, you you got a good amount a good idea how many people coming over so you know exactly how much to cook mm-hmm. like when we did the pop-up event we were to, we was like all right so we need we was trying to count it by like basically like everybody eats like two to three rib bones so we would count the rib bones how many people we think are going to come and then you know like at a pop-up event okay yeah there might be 500 people but 500 people and all 500 aren't about to buy the food so mm-hmm. we cut it in half and say we'll prepare enough for 250 and it's like, you don't need, then I had to learn, like, I don't need 250 plates worth of ribs, chicken, and each. You know, I might do enough ribs for 100 people, then enough chicken for 100 people, and then whatever. So that was what I had to learn more. So just, I don't have to have each item the same amount. I just had, you know, enough to cover feeding everybody. And once it's sold out, it's sold out. Okay, because that was going to be my next question is how do you know when to, to cut it off? But if you're saying, yeah, nigga, I ain't trying to give 250 people ribs. If 100 people get to the ribs and you was late, it's like Black Friday. Like if you right. come in after a certain time, nigga, <laughs> then you t- just missed the deal. <laughs> I got chicken and pulled pork left. <laughs> That's what happened. Our first pop-up, uh, I had more meat. Well, we had more meat than size, and then the size went crazy, so... I was like, well, I just got meat left. And it was, I think it was just ribs left at the end. Cause I, I think I, I did, I definitely made too many ribs that day. But like all the chicken was gone, pulled pork was gone. I think we had pork steaks. Those went fast. Her mac and cheese went fast. So it was just like after the end, it was just like, who wants the rest of these ribs? We 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 didn't make, we didn't triple our money. So we good today. All right. This nigga said pulled pork, chicken, ribs, yams. Um all right. Real when y'all free? Guys. When y'all free? When y'all free? Like weekend? When, huh? Whenever. Whenever. Oh, I, I already told her, as long as it ain't ice on the ground, I will light up the grill. <laughs> and I told him I'll put some salt down. Don't worry about the ice. <laughs> <laughs> now, for it to be a business and a passion, do you guys ever get tired of cooking and just say, you know what, we're going to either eat out or order Uber Eats tonight because I just don't want to look at another pot or seasoning canister today. Yeah, definitely. Like, And then when, the funny thing is, we'll be like, let's go out to eat. And then we'll go out to eat. And I'm like, I'm going to get a steak. And the steak be tender, but 
That's all they care about. Like even these high end places, they throw a little dab of salt and it be tender, but it don't be flavorful. Then it's like, well, I might as well have said at home and just made my own steak for this. <laughs> yeah, that that happens like often. I if I want to go out, I want it to be something that we can't cook. So you know, maybe go to like a specific uh, sushi place or you know Mexican mm. or something like that. But um, I mean, we went to a really nice steakhouse not too long ago, and you know, the meal we ordered was. You know, I needed steak sauce. Yeah, it was it was three it was three dollars <laughs> for a steak. So we're eating a three hundred dollars steak, and I'm looking at him like, you know, your steak is better than this. He's like, I know, you know. And his coworkers were there. They were like, yeah, your steak is better than this, man. You know, and, and, I mean, the bill is thousands of dollars for steak, and everybody's looking at him like, so your house, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> so yeah, we we want to go out for like specific things or you know maybe an experience. Like to me, if a restaurant offers a dope experience, then I want to go there. But just as far as cooking, and and then we'll go out and eat, and then we're like, let's try to make this at home. Like like let's put our spin on it, and you know. So we do get tired of cooking, but we usually prefer our own food. <laughs> okay, I want to I want to circle back to. Uh you making fun of your own self or maybe Juan making fun of you by saying, I didn't know which side was going to come out for the yams. Mm -hmm. Did you face a lot of that when you first presented people, people who knew you, not that you could cook, but people that knew you, like you knew your family and stuff. And when you said you wanted to cook, was it like a, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, (laughs) I come from a a huge family. My mom is uh, one of 18. There's 11 girls and seven boys. So we got a huge family and my family cooks like they get Mm. busy. Um, And and like, you know, a lot of older uh, black generations, you know, we we don't play about cooking. And so um, one of the highest compliments is when I would hear my mom tell people about my food. You know, and she mm. would say, oh, she cooks like Big Daddy. And that was her dad, you know, and everybody's like, oh, she cooks like Big Daddy. And they're like, yeah. So once you start hearing, once older black people are telling other people about your food, you're like, hey, I do this. Like, this is nice. <laughs> so, um, but, but one of the things that people don't know, because there is a clear difference, right? One of the reasons that a lot of um, black and brown people season their food, you know how they always say, you know, even Indians, Mexicans, you know, black people, they season their food. It's because before, for a long time, they didn't get the best cuts of meat, right? It was, mm. you know, European and white people that actually got better cuts of meat and we got the leftovers. So black people would season their food really well. So you couldn't taste that A, it was a poor cut of meat or B, it was almost spoiled. So mm. yeah, that's, that's why we season the way we do. And then, you know, it just evolved to these really, really delicious recipes, but it started out out of, out of necessity. So. Um, there's definitely two sides to it. Now, I will say with the Italian side, with all of the pastas and things, I enjoy that as well. Um, but it's it's not seasoning focused. Like I said, it's more focused on how garlic and tomatoes and salted butter come together and make on, you know, a really I, good I, I, sauce. Time out. Time out. Uh-huh. Time out. Because you ain't going to do this to me. No. You ain't going to. Not on my. No, you're not going to come up here and do this to me. <laughs> Italian. Yes. And, and, Okay, so what's the closest airport? Um, CMH, John, John Glenn. Airport is literally like seven minutes away. Seven <laughs> minutes away, we got you. All right, so here's, let, me, let me break down why I said that. When you couldn't tell me uh, 
one that I'm not Italian. I haven't done an ancestry thing to look, but you couldn't tell me when I was younger. I watched all of all of them. You name it, I've seen it. I ate any Italian dish anywhere. You couldn't tell me I wasn't Italian. You couldn't tell me it wasn't my favorite food. And as of recently, not that I've gone away from it, but I'm I'm trying to get into different things because it was Italian mm-hmm. all day, all the time. Now, you just gave me mad new questions to ask you. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> of course. So for Thanksgiving, do mm-hmm. you do a mix of Italian and Southern or do you go completely left field and say, I'm going to hit them with something that they're not even expecting? So for Thanksgiving, um, I've actually done a combination. So I usually do a more traditional di- uh, meal for Thanksgiving Day. But then that weekend, because people are still, you know, in town hanging out, then that's when I'll do more of the Italian dishes. Like, I know you said you've gone away from it, but I have a carbonara that would change your life. Like, my carbonara is no joke. Um, and yeah, so so after Thanksgiving is when I actually do more of like the Italian style dishes and things that stick with you. You know, people go in everybody's house throughout the day and, you know, you want to put something on, on, on their ribs, you know, something that's going to stick with you. So yeah, that pasta lasts and it travels well. So a lot of my family like to take pasta with them when they're going back home and pasta travels really well. So I do the Italian right after Thanksgiving on that weekend. Yeah, my mom got so mad at me one year when she, cause she always, what you, what you guys want to eat for Thanksgiving? Um, rest her soul before she passed. I used to tell her, can we have lasagna? And I, she got so mad at me. She was like, for Thanksgiving? And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> nigga, yeah. yeah. Why not? That actually look. sounds, look, he's been asking for lasagna for like three weeks. So thank you for that. I know I'm going to have See? to make a pan soon. See? <laughs> See, just call me John Stockton, Juan. Just call me John Stockton. That was right <laughs> off the backboard for you. Um, <laughs> all right. So you guys have the businesses. You guys are taking over Ohio by storm. What do you say to the... You got to hear me out first. Hear me out. Adding this to your menu. Juan, I gave you this idea already. You can call it the pause, just pause. And it's just all meats, no sides, just all meats. And it's called the pause, what the New Yorker. You said two New York? I said the New Yorker. You can even label it the New Yorker, but pause, <laughs> all meat. No, 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 I got an all that meat sounds- Listen, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. And here's why. Juwan doesn't really eat sides. Now, maybe it's because he didn't know how to make sides. But when I met him, <laughs> I'm like, what you make us for dinner? And he would say, a steak, some lobster, and some shrimp. I'm like, okay, what else? <laughs> I said, what's the side? He said, shrimp. I'm like, <laughs> shrimp is not a side. Like, but the reason I say that's not a bad idea because we actually one of our meals um, that I came up with is called the side piece um, and it is it is um, three sides it's macaroni yams and what I like to call the holy trinity um, those three together people love it that's why he said uh, at the pop-up we sold out of sides because people were buying the side piece meal left and right so 
that is not a bad idea at all. Do y'all talk uh do y'all talk trash to each other when one one's uh food sells out first? Uh-uh. Nah. That's money. That's all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that means the family's doing good. <laughs> Make your money. <laughs> all I see. What is your favorite? Uh this is for both of you. What's your favorite? Uh I'm gonna say companion to a good barbecue i'm talking drink wise what's your favorite companion to a good barbecue either it just depends on like if i'm drinking alcohol then like you know whatever brown and coke but if i'm not in alcohol mood sweet tea so um i'm i either do an arnold palmer which is a half sweet tea half lemonade but uh, my favorite cocktail that actually to me goes well with barbecue um, is if you've ever had a lemon drop shot, uh, I'm sorry, a green tea shot, you ask hmm. them to make it into a cocktail um, because it's really, really light. It has a little bit of citrus in it. Um, it's really good. So yeah, you take a green tea shot and have it made up as a cocktail and that's delicious with barbecue. Now, you guys... I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. You um, made me look up flights. You also made me hungry. Um, we got a breakdown of the business, but I got to let you know, you guys are disappointing me right right up in here because I, not once have either you mentioned cornbread and I'm a little offended. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm a little offended. I, I don't make cornbread. That's her. <laughs> That's her. So add cornbread to the... Jawan had a list uh, when I met him. He told me things he doesn't eat, right? I don't eat this. I I don't really eat cornbread. I said, okay. Man, please. <laughs> that man, please. That joker eat a pan of cornbread. Like, yeah, so I, I do, I make the cornbread. When he says sides, I mean all the sides. I do all the sides. <laughs> Anything that's Literally not all, on the ground, everything. I okay. make it. I do make baked spaghetti. You can give me that one. <laughs> so for gumbo listen that's again combination of everything um <clears throat> i've noticed in your pictures you 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 take like it's almost like a step by step through the process you'll show the unpackaged meat first pause and then you show it after you put your little uh spin to it and then you show it once it comes out of off the grill and at each phase, you make me want to fight you more and more because it's like, if this nigga don't stop playing, ain't like the screen is snap, uh, scratch and sniff, can't, can't do nothing with it, but look and admire. And I think it was when you did the pulled pork and the steam was just coming off it. I was like, all right, let me unfollow this nigga right quick because <laughs> he ain't finna have me hungry at work and I can't even get access to pulled pork. So let me just, for my own interest, um, <laughs> But y'all y'all moving and grooving and downtown. Do you see a food truck as the next stop? Uh I want just like one of them humongous grills that come with like the sink and all that. I don't really want a truck I gotta drive. I want something I can pull. <laughs> she might want a truck. So we gotta, we gotta compromise somewhere in there. So I think that um, a truck is 
absolutely the next step. And I think I actually um, wanted, if you think of like uh, Two-Face from, you know, the villain, um, mm-hmm. I want one side of it. So you, you pull up and one side is, you know, dark barbecue colors, black, red, you know, and it's Mr. Lookout for the cookout. And then the other side has the, you know, the, the sauce queen catering kind of spin. So almost split right down the middle. Um, and I do think that we should do a truck because it's easier to go to the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that there's a certain aesthetic that people like. So while I'm all for, and, and I do want the truck to include the, the larger grills, um, but I do want it to have an upscale feel as well. So if people want us to cater their weddings or, you know, come out, a lot of people up here do like those farm style weddings. Um, mm-hmm and events so it's really nice to be able to pull your truck up and just kind of uh sell right out of your truck also we're a huge college town um columbus ohio we have the ohio state university about 10 minutes from us so on game days and game weekends to be able to pull the truck up you know set up sell and go home i think is really ideal for us all right you you, since you navigated us here we're here Ohio State, Mm. Penn State. Do you guys set up shop? I know Juan's a Florida State guy. We're still praying for his deliverance, but uh, (laughs) 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 no. But seriously, on game day, have you guys um, yourselves tailgate? Yes. So we've been to a couple games um, this year already and we're actually going to the Ohio State Michigan game which is our rival that's probably the most insane rivalry in college football I don't care what the SEC is talking about and I'm telling you Ohio State and Michigan is the game um so yeah we actually went and and kind of scouted uh, a couple weeks ago at a game and we saw like you know we saw some food trucks set up and we saw some people but we couldn't smell anything (laughs) and that is always wild to me because his when he jumps on the grill there's a very distinct and not just grilled food his food has a smell um to the point of I tried to slide one of my co-workers a plate his name is Kyle and I'm like Kyle you know here I got you this plate from the house so he heats it up in the break room and some (laughs) other co-workers come in and they're like that's Jawan's food and he's like, nah, I know his food. That's Jawan's food. So now <laughs> they snap him because I only brought one plate. And I'm like, man, but you can't deny that's his food. So, um, you know, that also gave me an extra confidence when we were walking around and seeing that. I'm like, babe, if they out here doing this, like you can do this, you know, like you got this. So yeah, we've done some scouting at the Ohio State games and I think it'll be super um, beneficial he just relocated to Ohio. So we're really trying to navigate um, this year and really have a more solid plan for next year. But I think we've, uh, we've done some good scouting this year and I think it's gonna be great. I do wanna have us do dinners next year on game day. So, hmm. you know, you want, uh, you know, four meats and, you know, four sides and enough to feed 50 people. Okay, we can have it ready Saturday morning for your, your Ohio State uh, football party, so. Last food question before we uh, get into something else. <clears throat> Super Bowl. Do you do traditional 
Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you. If you had to plan, both of you guys, your perfect Super Bowl party, what's the spread look like? Oh, like the perfect? Perfect. No budget? No budget? Nope. No budget? <laughs> no, just what's oh, the perfect man. spread? I'm going to have some ribs over there, some wings over there, some lobster tails over there, shrimp, see, probably some fish, because, you know, people like fish. Give me fried or grilled. Uh, and of course, all the sides, mac and cheese, yams, baked beans, drinks, like just whatever. No pizza. Pizza is just so cliche. <laughs> it's just so cliche. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna cook it, we're gonna we're gonna do it right. And then I'm gonna tell her after the sides, we need at least one pan of the the shrimp carbon. No, that's just shrimp. The chicken carbonara. <laughs> Yeah, some hot dogs for the people that want to be childish. Some broth. <laughs> if I'm feeling real nice, depending on how many people, well, flank steak that go faster than farther than ribeyes and stuff. We ain't we ain't about to do thirty ribeyes, so some flank steak. <laughs> flank steaks, nigga. I promise you. Um, if if you guys are having nigga, I'm about to oh, we, tell my wife, yo. We're definitely having a Super Bowl party. We're so actually you're... doing a, if it don't, a fall festival, which will be basically. Yeah, we're doing the fall festival here at the house. So we're going to have people over, um, rent some inflatables for the kids, face painters and all that. Um, and then we're also doing a Super Bowl party. So, hey, whenever you guys want, we're ready. Listen, yeah, I end this podcast every week telling people to get the excuses ready. And let me tell you, I'm getting a list of I need PTO uh, excuses ready to come to Hawaii because <laughs> I ain't going to play with y'all about all this food. All right. <clears throat> I appreciate both of you guys for coming up here. Juan, you know how we do before we leave. I will ask both of you for either a show or movie idea. Um, this started when I way back when I did the pilot um, almost 160 something episodes ago where I wanted to um, give people something to watch as opposed to Joe Button does sleeper music and I felt like doing sleeper shows would just be too tedious of a task to try to do every time I did a pod so I just changed it incorporated to just a show or movie that people can watch that they may not have seen or might be um, a favorite of yours, but show a movie from each one of you. I actually watched a movie called Equal Standard today. Yes, it, it has a whole bunch of people in it. Ice T, uh, Tretch, Selena Johnson, some other dudes, some other women's. But it's basically about <laughs> police, police, uh, police in the black community and. Like a cop shoots and kills a black dude and it just trickles down. It's like four or five different plots rolled into one. It was kind of like all over the place, but it all made sense at the end. It was actually a good watch. So is that on find... actually it's on that uh all black app, the all was the A L L B L K. I think that's on Prime. Or you can watch it through YouTube TV. It's not on Tubi. <laughs> I don't, I don't watch Tubi, so it's not on Tubi. <laughs> but yeah, 
The main character is, I don't know his name, but it's a recognizable face. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Um, I will always recommend a movie called The Losers. It is one of my favorite movies. Um, it is actually based off a comic. I've never read the comic, but it had who in it? Columbus Short, Idris Elba, uh, Zoe Saldana. And uh, basically uh, the plot is like there's a group um, I, I don't know which branch of the military they're in, but they go overseas um, and they think they're working a mission and um, come to find out they were the targets of the mission. So the, uh, the armed services were trying to take them out. So now they are in another country trying to figure out how to get home and, um, you know, kind of why they were trying to be killed. But it's funny, man. Like it's lots of comedy in it, lots of action it's just a dope movie. Um, there's like six or seven very specific members of the team and everybody can kind of identify with one. Um, all different races, all different personalities, but it is a super dope movie and it is called The Losers. And I think it is amazing. The Losers, I'm gonna give my uh, show in one second here, but now you, 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 you've done such a great job helping me co-host this thing. It's helping me navigate the different waters. I appreciate you so much. Um, I want to ask both of you, what is a movie that you unexpectedly laughed at that you weren't, yeah, you unexpectedly laughed at. You watched it, put it on, done, oh man, and then it turned out being hilarious. Movie? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, what's that one you watched where they were getting married? You just talked about it. The John Cena one? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but Rail's in it. You know Rail, right? Yeah, when they did they did the, the Coke. Yeah, yeah, and the John Cena was in there? Yeah. I, I, I saw that there too, and I, yeah. Yeah, Vacation <laughs> Friends, okay. Yeah, I did not expect that movie to be good at all. I just turned it on, and yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that, I did the same uh, and that's with my movie uh, due date with um, Zach Galifianakis and um, Robert Downey Jr. Due date. I did not expect that movie to be as funny as it was. I just was like, "Oh, this is my guy Robert Downey." You know, dude from Hangovers in there, and I put it on. And when I tell you, it had me in stitches. Um, that's my movie for you guys. Due date. If you have not seen it, okay. it is. I think I just scrolled fast on HBO Max, like two. Yeah, do me a favor, don't scroll past it the next time. <laughs> okay. I don't oversell a lot of things. I really don't. But please watch this movie and let me know your thoughts after you watch it because. I don't say I'll give you your money back, but you got a, a, a guarantee that at least if you don't like it, you can turn to something else and watch something else. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do thank y'all for uh, coming up here and helping me with this first installment for my uh, entrepreneurial series. Uh, again, the company's Mr. Lookout for the Cookout and the Sauce Queen. Um, I think I'm going to title this episode, Look Out for the Sauce, but that just sounds fire. Um, I appreciate y'all. Um, continue doing what you're doing. Know that you have uh, support, even in New York, <laughs> pushing you guys 
to uh, keep going, keep growing, and take over Ohio and then everywhere else you uh, turn your cars and carts to. Um, keep on smiling, keep on laughing, uh, get your excuses ready. Whenever this drops, you needed a reason to call out of work. Uh, get your excuses ready. You just need an excuse you can fire off at the hip at will. Um, you don't have to kill your uh, your family members too often for an excuse. You don't have to, my kids are sick. Just you need something that you can use at the ready. Hey, I need to use this day. I need, I need some PTO. But get your excuses ready. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for coming up. Taking PTO has never been a problem over here. <laughs> we had the point like look we just not coming in today i'm just gonna work from home because yeah yo you know what's crazy i had to get to that point because i always felt like i needed to have uh an elaborate hey i need to call out but i can't just call out because they ain't gonna just let me take a day and then i got to the point where i'm like nigga they give you sick and vacation days for a reason if you don't get your behind <laughs> like ain't like they roll over minutes. You ain't gonna they ain't gonna add more to them the next year. If you don't use these doggone days, you so. know it's it's crazy because uh when we met, I one of the things I loved is he was always at work and he was so prompt. And then the first year that we dated, <laughs> he used three hundred and sixty hours of PTO. <laughs> three hundred and sixty. I mean, literally, as he earned them. He burned them like <laughs> I was Listen, like, all right. Like like Cole from Martin. You ain't got no job. <laughs> so we are we are we are definitely pro using all your time. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all heard it here first. Use your time, eat the barbecue, but also order the sides. I appreciate y'all. That's all I got for y'all. I'll holler. Praise. Bye. Yeah.